Welcome to the Dog Bureau Podcast. I am Michael, your host. Uh, we've been kind of doing another podcast on um, current events, but um, we started this Dog Bureau Podcast kind of as like a branch off of our um, custom canine companion, which is the dog company, dog training company that that I own here in uh, Chapel Hill, Tennessee, and we kind of started this, but then we hit the uh, holiday rush, and it, it was crazy, um, so I'm sure right now you guys can probably, uh, if, you, if you listen closely, you can hear the, the Ben of Bones being destroyed by, uh, I've got Braveheart in here, I've got Gracie in here who keeps giving me the side eye, and Merle is uh, chewing his bone kind of right up against the leg of this chair, and it's like... Sending vibrations all the way up. He's like really digging in. Merle, do you want to come say hello? Momo. 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 Come here. No, no, but Gracie. You want to say hello? Come here, Grace. Come say hello. Oh, there's Gracie. Oh, she's going to get. Oh, no, she doesn't have a bent bone. She has her broken collar. Okay, jump down. So, anyways, we wanted to start to put out some more uh, reliable content on the Dog Bureau. So, uh, we're going to start doing that once a week, maybe twice a week. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything, dog training, um, <clears throat> tips, tricks. Uh, we'll talk about kind of what, what we got going on, uh, some, some interesting stuff in the dog world, maybe be news, toys, toy review, dog products, equipment reviews, uh, answer questions, that kind of stuff. So um, I'm going to end the video. If you guys want to continue to listen to this podcast, uh, make sure you go find us on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts. Just search the Dog Bureau. You'll see like a badge with a dog in it. It says the Dog Bureau. Uh, Spotify, same thing. Search the Dog Bureau or check out our website, www.custom, C-U-S-T-O-M, K-9, the letter K, number nine, companion.dog. If you go check that out, then you will be able to uh, find the Dog Bureau link at the top, or if you're on a mobile phone, just click the little menu, um, parallel lines, and that'll that'll take you to Dog Bureau. You can find that, that page there, and you'll be able to find the podcast and everything. So um, if you want to continue to listen, make sure you go there uh, today. Uh, we're going to be talking about kind of uh, some of the, the puppy boot camps that we have here, the off-leash boot camp. We'll talk about kind of how we're approaching those and, and difference in those dogs. We're going to talk about the, the holiday rush, uh, the weather. We're also going to be talking about uh, my pet peeve of why we love dogs. And you do not want to miss that one. Uh, and then we're going to also talk about the top training topic of the day, uh, starting young, right? So so just very introduction phase to the puppy training. You just got your puppy. Now what? So if you want to continue to, to watch, to listen, make sure you go subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Um, and we'll see you guys next week for the video. Um, yeah. So... Without further ado, let's get into the topic. So what we got going on today um, is we've had this crazy holiday rush um, where we had, man, for Chris, it was like Thanksgiving, Christmas, back-to-back -back, uh, for boarding dogs. So we kind of bring our training numbers way, 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 way low. Um, and we just want to make sure that we can focus on the boarding dogs, make sure they get as much time as possible, you know, because the biggest thing is, um, you know, 
a lot of these big companies will, you know, they'll, they'll pack on as many dogs as they can. They're going in the kennel. They're getting 15 minutes out every couple hours. And it's just, you know, the dog's not getting the stimulation um, that they, they truly need. So the key is for us, uh, we're just trying to make sure, like for our boarding dogs, that they get literally as much exercise and as much stimulation as possible, right? So we're a small company. We keep numbers low. Uh, it rain or shine, snow or sleet. They're outside running around playing. Uh, they come inside the house to get their, their house time, right? Because if they're constantly in a kennel, especially if they're puppies, they come here for boarding. And like, like I said, a lot of the companies will just kind of stick them in the crates and kennels, which logistically probably makes the best sense for them because they don't have the manpower or they've got to get to all the other dogs. Well, we're a training company as well. So if you are just paying us to board your dog, but yet we allow your dog to, to do crazy things and, and not be successful while boarding, then you're going to have a bad experience. Your dog's going to digress. And why would you continue to bring your dog here? Right? So we want to make sure that we can set something up to where it, it stimulates, you know, as close to home as possible by still giving them as much time out, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, so other than that, uh, the, the holiday rush has been crazy. That's why we haven't put out a podcast. We haven't uh, put out a whole lot of content. Social media presence has been non-existent. Um, just trying to keep up with the craziness of all the dogs. And let me tell you, if you're in Tennessee, which I'm sure some of you guys listening are, uh, this weather and this winter has been, what is going on, man? I'm telling you. It's like Tennessee, Nashville specific, and South South Nashville is on crack because it is unbelievable. I mean, right now I'm sitting out looking out of my office window and I see six inches of water and I'm looking at the forecast and we're supposed to get some snow possibly later. Like, come on, what is that? It was just 70, 70 degrees almost the other day, sunny. The dogs were out running around like crazy. And now all of a sudden we're looking at snow and unbelievable amounts of rain. So it just blows my mind how Tennessee can't get it together, but I guess if you move here, that's that's what you kind of expect. Um, yeah, so if you got something to say about the, the, the rain, let me know, and please tag us, uh, post pictures of uh, your muddy dogs from all this rain, and, and uh, we'll see who's got the muddiest. So yeah, so we've got, so right now... Uh, we're kind of back down to normal normal numbers. We got our normal maybe one to two, maybe three, four max boarding dogs coming in um, throughout the month. But other than that, we've we've got uh, two puppy boot camps here. One is typically younger than we we like to take them, but uh, it's it's for somebody that that I trust. And anyways, I did a little video on him and. Um, you know, obviously with the puppy being so young, we keep them isolated just to make sure because their immune systems too, you know, sometimes can be a little bit weaker than, than it should be. So we keep them, uh, you know, isolated for the most part. They still get their play time. They've got their own pen. Uh, they're getting lots of stimulus, no potty, potty accidents. That's the big thing that we're working on with this puppy. But this puppy is unbelievably smart. Uh, and I'll get into to him as we get into our topic of the day, the training topic of the day. Um, we've got one off leash that just got, got here the other day that we're working on, uh, obviously a little bit from the beginning. So the first couple days, they're going to start learning the intros to luring, uh, and shaping. And then we're going to start, uh, adding verbals and, and start, uh, proofing some of those behaviors, slowly start introducing to the e-collar, um, 
loose leash walking commands, that kind of stuff. Uh, recall is going to be the big thing, and then housebreaking is the other big thing. Uh, this this shepherd's a big boy, and he uh, he chewed up a couch at home. So we're uh, we're going to work through that, and and uh, hopefully, you know, make make turn this dog's life around. Make sure he doesn't need any more couches. Um, and then we've got another off leash coming that's gone through our on leash program recently. So that's exciting. Uh, I, I think he's um, kind of really needing that refresher. Um, so yeah, we're excited to have him come back. Let's see. Um, other than that, yeah, February's been crazy. So if you guys are uh, needing some training done, let us know. Um, we may have an on-leash taking up our last February spot, but if, if you guys are looking for um, some dog training, whether it be puppy, on-leash, off-leash, we have two two different boot camps within the puppy, two different boot camps within the on-leash, two different boot camps within the off-leash as well. So that kind of gives you uh, price options and, and whatnot. Anyways, so let's go into why my my topic for why I love owning dogs. Well, if you are on our social media pages, you probably saw my video last night. Yeah, so I was walking down the hallway, half asleep, just got everybody out. After they ate, everybody went to the bathroom. I was exhausted after group classes. And lo and behold, walking down this dark hallway... And I, my foot makes contact and all I know is I jump down and I am screaming and cursing like a sailor and I just hear this clunk, 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 clunk and this bone goes flying down the hallway. And then I take another step as I'm screaming and I kick another bone. Oh my gosh, so both feet, I'm jumping around screaming and cursing. I just want to bang my head through the drywall. And I sat and I thought about it and I was like, this is why I love owning dogs. So... They're just wanting to play soccer with me. And I'm over here cursing because I'm kicking their toys around. And it hurts like a... Mm, man, let me tell you. It, that is the worst feeling in the world. When you, you, <laughs> you just least expect it. Your guard is down. Every single time, without a doubt, you are kicking the crap out of the hardest piece of material on the face of this earth... And it barely moves an inch, but it, your foot is like just got ran over by the largest dump truck full of the heaviest material in the world. And you're just trying to keep your composure and not look like an idiot, uh, even though nobody's watching. And your dogs are just like, what What did I do? What, what happened? And uh, then you're like, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. And then you kick another. And then you you just have to go lock yourself in the bedroom and let them try to figure out what's going on. And then they're probably out there like pushing it with their nose, expecting you to to play some more soccer with them. Oh gosh! Comment on our social media. Let us know the worst time you've kicked a bone or a toy, whatever it is. We want to hear it. So find us on social media. <laughs> Instagram is at custom canine companion. You got to spell it all the way out. So, uh, or at the dog bureau, um, I think on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook as well. So we'll, we'll post links to that in our, uh, our show notes. That way you guys can click and go to it. Um, other than that, we're going to jump right into the, the training topic of the day. This is a shorter podcast, uh, just because I wanted to put some more content out, um, that way we can start doing more and more and more and more in-depth podcasts. So our training topic of the day, I did a Facebook Live the other day with uh, this little Henry, the puppy I was talking about, 
And uh, the, the big thing, at least for us, and it may be different for some people, but as dog trainers, we get a lot of people that um, tend to wait to train their dogs. I don't know if it's like this like myth or, or if it's just like this hidden thing that you just wait until the dog's eight, nine, ten months before you even start training. People think they're too young to start training. Ugh, and that's the worst. Because think about it, guys. So if if you go ten months of allowing your dog to establish these negative behaviors and they're chewing on shoes, chewing on couches, and you're yelling at them, and you're trying to say, get them to sit, 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 or lay down, lay down, oh my gosh, come here, right? Well, they're establishing these negative behaviors to, they're conditioning themselves that either one, they get some form of reward, even if we perceive it as a negative, they perceive things as positives. Uh, so they're conditioning themselves to establish these negative behaviors. They're losing respect for what you're asking them to do because you're repeating it a million times and they're not doing anything, right? So the, the biggest thing is starting training as soon as possible. Obviously, you don't want to take your dog to a trainer until they've got all their, their shots unless they've got some way to to ensure that the dog won't get sick, which is hard to find and hard to do unless it's a super small uh, company where they have low numbers of dogs that can have an isolation room. But even still, you just want to be careful. Um, so just make sure, like, when you get a puppy, set some set, just sit down for five minutes. That's all it takes five minutes, 10 minutes. Right? Write down your goals. What do you want? What do you want to achieve in a couple of days, a couple of weeks? in a couple months, a couple years, and then the ultimate goal of where you want your dog, right? It really doesn't take that that much time. Just you want your dog to sit and down and and go to place and just listen come when you call. Simple, right? So then write down signs of thing negative behaviors that you're seeing whether it be mouthing shoes or um chewing on couches or or mouthing people or barking too much, whatever it is, write those down. That way you can visually see it. Hang it on the wall so you can always see it. Now, what I want you to do is write, puppies are always hungry. So use that. Find something that motivates your dog. Take five minutes. Five minutes a day is all it takes. Obviously, the more time, the better. But five minutes a day is all it takes to establish a quality, solid routine. You know, take the food, the regular kibble, the, the regular dog food. Condition them to work for those, the just the food that they eat on a regular basis. Because over time, as you start working them more and more and they become conditioned to work for their food, then you don't want to have to be going through these bags of expensive treats because they're expensive, but too because they're high calorie, they're treats, they're like cookies, they're, they're, they've got, they're not the best for you, right? So your dog's going to be pooping everywhere while you're it's trying to go into a sit and there's just slinging poop everywhere well we don't want that so start conditioning for them to work for the meals you're going to create a unbelievable bonding experience five minutes a day all you have to do is grab that handful if they eat two cups of food pour the two cups of food in a bowl take a handful and start getting them to follow your hand start conditioning them and pushing them into sits 
Um, obviously, we don't want to force these behaviors, and and there's a lot more that goes into it than what I can possibly ever explain on here. And I'm, you know, I'm a dog trainer, but there's there's always things that we learn as well from other people. Um, learning, adapting, and that's why if you spend those five minutes a day just doing research, um, watch videos, uh, talk to people, um, but if you spend that five minutes a day with your dog just working and training, you're going to be able to figure out how to manipulate them, right? So like sure you watch this video of Caesar Milan and the dogs are magically doing backflips and jumping up and down and whatnot. Well, that doesn't work, okay? Just, just to say that doesn't work. So, But to go into that five minutes a day. If you are watching this video and you see that this person tells you to, to lure them into the sit this way or, or your dog's not wanting to lay down, so you're trying to find other ways to get your dog to lay down. But if you're spending that five minutes a day, you're able to figure out how to manipulate your dog's behavior on your own. All it takes is just moving your hand around back and forth, getting them to follow the hand, start making them spin around, slow your hand down so, that, so your hand is right in front of their nose, and, and you'll start to figure out how to get them to follow it. The key is just getting them to follow, follow your hand at first. That's it, right? Because if you can get them to follow your hand, you can start to, to mold and shape these behaviors. Um, so... it. There's so many rabbit holes that you can go down with this because every dog is so so different, motivated differently, and the approach that you train dogs is so differently, even if you don't realize it. Like, like if it were an outsider watching a trainer train 10 different puppies, right, it probably looks pretty similar, but every dog is night and day different on how we approach it. You know, some dogs are going to have some similarities, but that's where if you spend that five minutes a day you're having difficulties through that first seven days. Well, eventually, if you keep at it, you're going to figure out, you know, oh, if I move my hand this way or if I bend down a little bit, I can get them to follow, which maybe equals getting them into a down. And then as soon as they go into that down, I open my hand, give them a treat, and it's just repetition and consistency. Uh, obviously, we want to start then at that point as they start to really understand those behaviors, we get into what we call variable reward system so where they're not expecting the treat every single time keeps them on their toes guessing yada 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 uh using markers to make sure that that they're they're always looking for that mark so that we can start to build distance distraction duration but but the key is you know you guys keep us in business um we're the dog trainers we're the experts we want to help you establish those foundations and those routines to then in return help us be able to establish and teach your dog the advanced more experience or, or more difficult behaviors like the the on leash and the off leash you know all this stuff is achievable on your own it's just a matter of taking that time to really understand your dog um and just just understand what motivates them gets them to want to work right because if you spend that five minutes a day you're gonna see all the different personalities of your dog, the excitement, what makes them happy, what makes them, you know, tick. And then that dog is going to watch you so much more and it's going to want to work because you guys have so much fun doing it and you're learning new things. You're making him think he's going to sleep well at night. Um, you know, it, it's just there's so many positives to it. And it's so simple. And if you start young, then you don't have to try to rewire the brain to then understand, you know, it, it's just so simple. So right now, if you're listening to this and you're considering training, what I want you to do is pour your dog's food, 
like normal meals. So if they eat in the morning and in the evening, I want you to pour your dog's food in a bowl, normal amount that they normally get for that meal. Don't give them the bowl. Put the bowl somewhere else. Grab a handful. Take a step away. Say their name. Put your hand down kind of uh, right in the middle of, of between your legs. Say their name. And when they come, let their, their nose touch your hand. As soon as your nose touches the nose touches the hand, mark it with a yes. And then open your hand and give them a treat, right? Take a couple more steps. Repeat the process. Um, and then... After a couple times doing that, slow your hand, slow your roll, put put uh, the hand with the treats right to where they can lick it, taste it, they can almost get it, and start moving your hand to get them to spin, right? Big circle. So, But if your hand moves too far, they're going to lose focus of that hand, so just very, very slow. If they're, they're sticking their nose right in it all the time, you can speed it up a little bit. When they make that complete 360, open your hand, give them a couple treats, uh, a couple pieces of kibble. Just start doing that, right? Start conditioning them to follow the hand, to start working for their meals, and it will make loads and loads and loads of a difference. So without further ado, that's the topic of the day, training topic of the day. Uh, we're going to end this episode, but we're glad to, to start recording this stuff. Make sure you follow us on social media. Subscribe. Please, please, please leave us a review. It really helps us out. It'll help us start bringing more and more content. We want to get you guys involved, so make sure you, uh, you email us some questions on our website, comment on our social media with some questions that you guys may have, some topics you want to discuss. Um, we'll do some videos. That way you guys can kind of see what we're talking about, some follow-up videos. So I'd encourage for this video, um, I'll try to put the Facebook link into the original live video where I was talking about the the starting early and the luring and the shaping, um, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. But make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five star review, let us know what you think on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, I don't think we're on Google yet or Stitcher, but uh, make sure you go to our uh, our website at www.custom the letter K, the number nine, companion.dog. Go to our Instagram, at custom canine companion. Spell it out. Um, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Thank you, thank you. Uh-huh.